Good morning. It's 7.39 as you get moving on this uh, Tuesday. No significant delays. It's actually a pretty nice ride heading into downtown on 995 northbound, unlike yesterday at this time. That big traffic alert. Weather and traffic updates come here every six minutes in the morning. Patterns are beginning to change, especially tomorrow out of your neighborhood in St. John's, Nassau, Baker counties. You got back to school. Next Monday, everyone is fully back with Duval and Clay uh, back on Tuesday of next week. Certainly, we'll see those changes. Autopsies were finally released for the 49 victims of the Pulse nightclub shooting, uh, where a total of more than 200 um, shots were fired. Uh, more than 200. One man was shot 10 times and another 13, according to those examinations. As we approach two months since the Pulse nightclub massacre, caught up the other day with Jacksonville victim Rodney Sumter. Remember, the father of twin girls recently started working at Pulse, uh, just filling in part-time. Sumter played football at Jacksonville University, Fletcher High School as well. You may remember that uh, his uh, buddy Tim Tebow, who he played with uh, at times, uh, also uh, popped by the uh, uh, hospital to see how he was doing. I, I, I spoke with Rodney, he said he's, he's really trying to move past what happened, and yet he doesn't mind telling his story because people are asking. I feel great. Um, I, I do get a little frustrated at times because, um, you know, my dominant hand kind of got messed up in the whole ordeal. Um, I can't ball a fist. I can't grip a bottle of water. Um, and, you know, this is the hand that, you know, I played football with and, you know, I was able to do the one hand catches like Odell Beckham and, you know, um, you know, bartending, I was able to kind of flare and, you know, to not have that hand at the moment is very frustrating. I can't even grip a football with it. And, you know, when um, I was in physical therapy, I tried to grab a football and I kind of broke down in tears just for the simple fact that, you know. Do you think two months past that that at some point some emotions that may be suppressed will come back? How are you preparing for that? Or do you feel like all right, time has healed your physical wounds and is healing your physical wounds and also your emotional there's, wounds. Where there's, are you just, at there? there's just little things that happens. I guess July 4th was an issue. Um, the, you know, when the fireworks went off and the fireworks sounded very similar to the the uh, event that took place, it kind of it kind of affected me. Um, I've never had that happen to me. I'm usually a cool, calm guy. And um, just having so many family members in the house. Every, it was a lot of conversations going on, and, you know, I'm on a lot of medication, and I was just kind of freaked out when I heard the fireworks. I had to go upstairs and put my iPod on, just kind of listen to a little bit of gospel and calm down. That makes sense. You keep talking about the event. Has that the way? Is that the way you've named it, you've chosen to name it? Yeah, I just call it an event. I don't want to call it a massacre and all those things. Again, I just I try to think as positive as I can, but um, it, it really was a massacre. Um to know that it was 49 people who passed away. And it's like, if I'm not mistaken, the biggest mass shooting in, you know, United States history. Um, that's crazy. As small as that club was, and it was very unexpected. When you're in Orlando, you think, you know, if something's going to happen as far as ter- terrorism or something of that nature, they're going to eventually hit Orlando. But you would think maybe like Disney World or a Temple and Universal Studios, but never like a little small club like that. And, you know, I'm a straight guy who was bartending in the gay club. And, you know, I kind of got a better understanding of the LGBT community and how they kind of, you know, rallied together after the whole event happened. It was a a hate crime, you know. Um, And it was just really sad to see in hospital. I mean, they didn't work on me immediately. I was the first person they admitted into the hospital, but I wasn't the first person that they worked on. I had to sit in the ER in pain because there were people dying. And um, just seeing the tears on the nurses and the doctor's face and, you know, the emotions, you can see it even on the police officer that was walking by my door. You knew it was a very uh, 
a very, very horrific event that was taking place. Denise and the JU grad uh, seemingly a little bit uh, frustrated that he can't yet grip a football the way he used to be able to, although he is learning how to do it left-handed as well. But he says it will happen. He's certainly a man of deep faith and uh, great to hear that he is on the road to recovery and able to share that story in so many ways. Uh, it's It's got to be really difficult to share the story, but able to share it. And obviously people are asking the question, our best to Rodney Sumter and his family. His mom is just an amazing woman if you haven't had a chance to meet her.